Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. I am Rashad. And I'm Jack. This week we've got an action-packed episode for you. So kick back, maybe grab some light reading material, and enjoy. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. That is great. Okay. Well, we can jump straight in then. Yes. What a race. I don't know if you saw the highlights, but it was um it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Poor Leclerc. Poor Leclerc indeed. Uh that was yeah. I mean that was, it was his fault though, that that move. Yeah. I don't but 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 you have to remember he's in the Ferrari. That is true, but on the other hand, he still shouldn't have tried to squeeze Stroll like that. Like, he could have just backed out. It was lap one. Definitely got him a lap later. That's, like, a good place to start Stroll. He did well. Stroll did do very well. Uh, so did Alonso. Okay, but Perez had to come from the back of the grid. Well, yeah. But Perez has been known to do that in worse cars. That is true. Yeah, actually, there really isn't much to say about Perez's race. It wasn't particularly great. Okay, but it's not not as bad as Russell. Oh my god, Russell with that pit stop. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Half of the cars just didn't finish. Well, it was all because of one moment. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> Lewis Hamilton's rearview mirror view must have been ridiculous. Just seeing the carnage behind him. Oh, that's Alonzo. Oh, that's both the Alpines. Oh, there goes Sergeant. There goes Tsunoda. There goes literally everybody. Yeah. And Checo cut the corner, which is really funny. <clears throat> at the restart. I, I like a million one thing we need to appreciate is how low quality the highlights are. What? Yeah. Yeah, they're not great. But the actual racing, the on-track racing, was better than the highlights. Stayed up late and watched it with our eSports correspondent. <laughs> really? Yeah. The race started at 10, and I was like, oh, this would be a nice race. Uh, and then it ended at, like, 1. Nice. Not nice. Oh, I forgot. Stroll binned at the restart as well. He put his car in the wall. Everybody did. That was the most ridiculous restart I've ever seen. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton at the very start was, like, driving a little bit... Um, he was driving more aggressive than he normally does. He, and, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, he wanted to prove to the world that he was faster than Max. Which didn't last very long. Yeah, but he was really close there for a moment. He was. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting to see a of actual fight for the um the race win, which is you know, I mean even though it didn't last long, it still was there. You know, Fernando Alonso is officially now the most picked driver for fantasy F one. Is he actually? Eighty one percent of fantasy F one players have picked him. 
That is interesting. Do you have him? I believe so. Smart move. Yeah. Anyways, uh, there's some interesting, interesting stuff going on at the race. We can talk more about the race if you want to, or we can talk about Red Bull's triple DRS system. Ah, yes, Red Bull. Let's talk about Red Bull. Okay, so they've designed a, or Adrian Newey's designed an interesting system where basically when they open the DRS on the car, the way it takes downforce off the back of the car and the way it you know, stops putting pressure on the diffuser, somehow the diffuser then stalls the beam wing of the car. So now basically downforce devices at the back of the car are not producing anything, which is why they're so fast on the straights. Yes, but but you have to remember that my fantasy team is doing really bad. It's I do related, but like it is true. How badly are they doing right now? Well, okay, you have to remember. I have Max. I have Leclerc. I have Russell. Oh no! Hey, Mag. I have Alonso, and I have Alpine and Aston Martin. Oh, Alpine! That was the nail in the coffin for you this weekend. It really was. The double DNF. Yeah, that's disrespectful from them. You know, they really should have thought about you before they decided to go race each other. Yeah, they did. This is their worst race. Oh, yeah, I bet. Double DNF. The team as a whole is their worst race. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah, it is. They are surprisingly just not having a good year this year. I'm really surprised with the form of Alpine. Very disappointed in this. Um, I have to say, I'm very far behind. Yeah, I noticed. Alpine's down one position as well. Yeah, that's good. So it's just Robbie and me now. Second. That's not going to last long, though. Alpine better pick it up, otherwise I will. If I am in last at the end, well, luckily there's no getting a hate mail. Yeah, just don't do the Hamilton fans thing where they send them an entire essay. Oh no, that would be a Twitter hate mail. I'm talking about physical mail. Oh, okay, okay. That they will have a letter, like a postcard. A postcard. I would have just sent them a whole letter. Because it's like that would be too Hamilton. Actually, you're right. Just a postcard. Keep it informal. Slide deck. Push. A slide deck for why they should have done better. Yes. How they could have done better. Just they don't throw away points. Martin. That easy. First, don't let you know Fernando go to well, Aston Martin. Him. Did do it, so it can't be that hard. You're not wrong. They did it with the same budget cap as everybody else and yeah. slightly more aerodynamic. Well, yes, yes, I mean, yes. But with the shocking season that Alpine's having, they should just, like, throw and then get more testing time. They should. They should just get, get good. Yeah. The question is, would they be willing to forego the championship money just to get extra aerodynamic testing time? Yes, they should. They probably should. Because one testing time can get you so far for future reference as well. 
That is true. You bring up a good point there. Yeah, that should be the move, I guess. Just sorting themselves out quickly. <laughs> the faster, the better. But I guess, you no, know, if they try to sort themselves out this year, it's just going to ruin next year. It is an interesting conundrum. Yeah. yeah what do you do? You should get what would you do if you were Oatmar? Actually, no. Um, yeah, it is Oatmar staff now or still. Get fired. You'd get fired, really? Well, I mean, he deserves it. He hasn't exactly done a great job. Arguably the worst job currently on the grid. No, surely that goes... Um, Not Ron Dennis. Uh, The guy who's running McLaren right now, Zach Brown. You know I don't like Zach Brown. I know you don't, and I think this is the moment where he gets fired. No, he won't get fired, will he? He won't, but I'm just saying this would be prime time for that to happen. Well, no, because after this race, I think he's got some good faith back with the team. They did nothing to deserve the result, though. Yes, but they got the result, which is what they care about. That is true, but they're not going to be able to replicate it. That's what I was telling John last night, and he was saying, no, no. But I don't know. I feel like it's that short-sighted McLaren approach. Yeah. But also, like, McLaren loves to blame other people for things they're just doing wrong. I mean, look at Nico Ulkenberg. Yeah. He's in the house, doing better than Oscar Piastri. Yeah, way better than Oscar Piastri. Well, not way better. Come on now. It was one oh, position ahead. It was like... But it was pretty convincing if you watched the race. Like, he was doing pretty... Well, yeah, large gap, but it's not... I mean, obviously, it could have been way bigger if the double red flags didn't happen, but that's just K-Mag's fault. Yeah. K-Mag, K-Mag is not smart. Rough subject for me right now. Yeah. I bet. The American is not doing well. Logan Sargent, he's really disappointing me. You know, he had such a great opening race in Bahrain. I thought he'd do better than that. But great is a very... um... For a rookie, though, it felt good. I was like, okay. Yuki Sonoda on his first race. That is true. He's just done a Yuki. No, Yuki did better. Yuki was in the points. No, I know, but like Logan's not. Yeah, Logan's in a Willie relative, sort of relative, somewhat relative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am. I mean, I, it is somewhat relative, but at the same time, come on now, Yuki was like. Yeah, and then Yuki fell off hard. <laughs> so we're so- it, it is, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, no, I think the biggest surprise of the race was um, was that Mercedes strategy, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Well, Mercedes, yeah. It's Mercedes. Their strategy is always to just tank the second driver, isn't it? But it was like Ferrari level bad. 
like very, very bad. Like DNF but level bad. It was close. I mean, there was really look for all it mattered. You know what this face George could have DNF and it wouldn't really have made a difference. He did DNF. No, no, I mean like earlier in the race, and it okay. really wouldn't have mattered. No, I know his car went up in smoke. Literally. I mean, yeah. What are they going to do? What is Mercedes going to do? Lewis in his place and George in his place. How are they going to fix this so that um, George can take the W? We need to race fix it again. George is 20 points behind Lewis. He's not beating Lewis this year, most likely. Probably not, but maybe. I'm still it's holding three out. races. You're not wrong. It has been, yeah. I feel like you can kind of extrapolate from here. You can, but also maybe, just maybe, he'll pull it back. Because, like, Perez and Max are doing well, obviously. Yeah. But then Aston is also really competitive this year. Right, but we can't extrapolate like the Williams results because that would be unrepresentative. You're at zero points by the end of the year. Right, exactly. They're gonna lose points. You're gonna somehow. play like a 2019. Yeah, just get like one point, and they'll be the driver that nobody or that everybody expects to get a point. George, but uh, yeah, well, no, George didn't get it in 2019. Robert got it. Cubits, uh, Cubica. My bad. My bad. Like yeah, it's with one hand. Yes, yes, indeed. That one-handed driving style. I remember Grosjean also drove with one hand at one point. He did, and see, he still kind of does. I mean, no, he has he has two now. Kinda. He has use of two. Well, yeah, but like when Kimmy kicked rocks at him. Oh, you mean for that one? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I was talking to John about that last night. He forgot about that. That was a really funny moment. He forgot about it? Yeah. Just like he forgot about Spygate. Typical McLaren fan. Spygate, Crashgate, every gate in F1. Oh, and I realized last night that saying that Lewis Hamilton is the best in F1 is the same argument as saying that Michael Jordan is the best in basketball. What is? Saying Lewis Hamilton is the best F1 driver. Well, no. Yeah. Not necessarily. I think so. Who has the best stats in basketball? Michael Jordan. Well, not necessarily. He's got the most championships. Yes. Arguably the best stats, then. Lewis Hamilton style. No, but he's more like Michael Schumacher because it's back in the day and his name's Michael. That's true, but it really helps my argument if I can tie the two together. Um, uh, Michael and LeBron because then it just it boosts the LeBron James goat argument. LeBron James is more like Lewis Hamilton. You know, he's a new wow. guy, but everybody thinks he's the best. But he is. He's not. Michael not Schumacher is better than LeBron James. Well, yeah, at racing a car, obviously. Probably also at basketball. 
I mean, that's a little bit crazy, but maybe, maybe, maybe he's getting some crazy basketball talent. Who knows? That's like Michael Jordan's probably better at racing cars than Lewis Hamilton. Uh, is he? Well, I don't know about that one. I mean, racing cars takes a lot more skill. It does. Meanwhile, Philip trying to argue that F1 takes no skill. I think he's thinking more about NASCAR. He is thinking about NASCAR. I mean, that's not that easy. I, I mean, okay, fine. I guess it is a bit easy, isn't it? It's easier than F1. If you can legally allow like a 14-year-old to do it, then it's probably yeah. not that hard. Exactly. Which is why 14-year-olds don't like drive. Well, 14-year-olds drive uh, Unless they're NASCAR. Unless they're NASCAR. Then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, NASCAR is just a whole different thing. Which reminds me of you driving. What about me driving? It's just worrying. Really? What's so worrying about it? You're driving. Yes? That's just worrying. Like, okay. You know, the other day, after the driving range, you had a burnout. No. Or you tried to do a burnout. Come on now. No. John did. No, John was even... Actually, he might have. I don't know. I looked before he did. He did. He was the one to do that. Anyways. But you know what's disappointing? And this is on a whole different topic. What? The April Fool's Day is on a weekend. Oh, yeah. I know. It was yesterday. Yeah. Like, we can't even do anything for it. We're going to make up for it on Monday, but, like... Yeah. Well, it's slightly less socially acceptable, I think, to do April Fool's Day on a Monday. That's not actually on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Anyways, so... We'll have to figure that out. I mean, we just prank John. That might be the best idea. The bomb? Oh, honestly, that might be the move. And the funny thing is, he just won't listen to this, so he'll never know. He won't expect it either, because it wouldn't be April Fool's Day. Exactly. Which makes it all the funnier. Yeah, that's the plan. We have Elf on now. All right. So Elf all right. No, no, Elf on. We just have to think. Of, we should think about it a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. We'll a bit. Yes. We will. Yeah, just a little bit. Nick's some flaws. Anyways, so there are some minor flaws. I think you know what time it is. A Car- brief pause in the F one for the new Lamborghini. Oh, the Revuelto. Wasn't the starting yeah. price not almost nine hundred thousand dollars? I think it was something pretty ridiculous. Let me just check it. Oh, it, it couldn't have been. That much, though, price. 890000 Oh, my God, you're right. It is. How are all the rappers that are going to buy it be able to afford that? Well, no, they can't. That's why they get Huracons and not Ventadors. They're going to have to mortgage their Bentleys. Yeah, for $30,000. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but you have to remember, it's a 1,000 horsepower. It is a 1,000 horsepower, and it looks very good. Uh, it looks alright. It looks like an R8 mixed with a cyan. I've said this before. 
What part of it looks like an R8? That's what confuses me. Oh, the front. Just everything about it looks a bit like an R8. I kind of agree with you on like the front dive planes on the bumper up front. And then also, okay, it also gives off the same vibes as you remember the Lycan Hypersport? It does kind of give off those vibes, yeah. I mean, but I'm not, I don't well, it's exactly like a Lycan Hypersport, except just in the, you know, Lamborghini form. Yeah. I mean, hey, I don't dislike the Lycan Hypersport. I think it's kind of... Well, yeah, but I don't like Lamborghini. That's the issue. Yeah. But I feel I like this like is the... the Huracan. I feel like this is better than the Aventador, though, the Revuelto. Yes, but the Huracan's even better than both of them. Okay, but the best Lamborghini ever made is the Murcielago. Well, no, that's where you're wrong. No, it just is. Well, no, you're wrong, though, aren't you? It has the old V12, which sounds very nice, and it's fast. Do you and remember looks... the Lamborghini Esterion? Was that an SUV or was that a sedan? A I remember sedan. the S, okay, but I don't remember the Esterion. Okay, if you will. It looks like a Grand Tour almost. It looks a little bit like a Nissan Nismo mixed with a Lamborghini. Yeah, let's see. Mixed with you know what I still can't believe exists? What? The Lamborghini Storado. Oh, actually, you know, now that you say that, you know, never mind. That's not the Asterion's not the best. It's pretty cool, the Storado. Um, honestly, if I was to buy a Huracan, it would be that one. But I also love the STO, the Huracan STO. What, the one that Shmi owns? I don't know if he owns one. I, I don't I really watch Shmi. I get his once in a while, so I, I think that's it. Shmi! And welcome back to another automotive video. No, yeah, the Lamborghini's emotional content for the Serato is ridiculous. But the best Lamborghini is not even Lamborghini's Lamborghini. What, the tractor? The underground racing Huracan. 3,000 gonna... horsepower. And unfortunately, there is no better... Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's so fast. We get well, it. it go... Doesn't it go like go 260 on the quarter mile? Or the half mile? It's like 240 or something like that. I don't know what it does, but it does something ridiculous on the half mile drag strip. Yeah. Oh my god, 260. Oh wow. <laughs> that is absurd. Hold on, I gotta see a video of this. There is the no Audi R8 as well is also amazing. The underground racing Audi R8. Yeah, that used to be overpowered in the Forza games because you could just put like eight turbos on it, make it go crazy. Because you have to remember the the this thing, the Huracan and the R8 are very similar, and they actually share the same engine base. Except so you the can Audi just... R8 is better because it's German. Yeah, the engine is more reliable. 
Well, I mean, yeah, it is very simply more reliable, not somehow. It's because it's German, yeah. not Italian. Yeah, that does help. Paddle shifting it with um on the drag racing version of it. Mm. It's the very well known. Racing. I dislike Lamborghini. Yeah, very well known. I think around the world. Well, I mean, what are our stats looking like around the world? I still think we. I have to check, but we definitely get some worldwide viewers still. How many shout out to our Bahraini listeners? How many listeners we get on average? Just. Per episode, I'd have to check, but it's it's over uh, it's over forty or fifty a week, which isn't too bad. Oh wait, that's not bad at all. Yeah, but that's across all the episodes, so that means yeah. there's some people that are many, still. How many weeks have we been around for? We've been around for many a week. We're we're in tenth grade now. We, yeah. we started this in eighth grade, right, or seventh? Grade. We did, yeah. Eighth grade, COVID. Eighth grade. So it's been about two years right now, hasn't it? Yeah. Times what, like 57 weeks? Three months, isn't it? Yeah, we'll say that. So that's about like 12 additional weeks-ish. Uh, yeah. 116 weeks. Um, we multiply that by about... Okay, we'll average this down to like 35 because probably at the start it was a bit slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4,000 about listens. A little more than 4,000. It's not bad at all. We have a worldwide platform. We do have a worldwide platform. Kind of. A very small worldwide platform. We are Mr. and Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you know what's a great Liberty Walk car? Oh, I swear to God, if you say F40. No, that would be horrible. Wait, did they do a Liberty Walk F40? I believe so. Isn't that the one oh, that uh, people are thinking oh, Ferrari they... is going to do them? Oh, what have they done to you? You poor, poor thing. Everybody knows oh. that the only good F40s are all of them, except for that one. I love F40s. Yeah, I know. They've done some bad things to that car. Oh, the most beautiful ones, either the Nardo gray one or the the red one. I like the yellow one, to be honest. Controversial opinion, but... Well, you're wrong, aren't you? I mean, you're not completely wrong, because it's an F40. But you're mostly wrong. Liberty Walk just made a new Murcielago kit. Pretty mean. I hate the the, wing. Cool. the Lamborghini. Uh, what should I call it? The uh, new Urus. The new one. That one. The new Countach. Oh, I actually like the new Countach. I think it's okay. It, I, the lines make it look vintage, but it's not. It is misleading. I'll give you that. The what lines you... make it look like a DMC. Yeah. The old oh, one's all Liberty right, but Liberty Walkway to Mitsubishi Fuso. A what? It's a giant van. They made a wide body kit for it. It's pretty crazy. Liberty Walk. Okay, we're looking this up. 
going on their website right now, they've done a lot of cool Photoshop or not Photoshops, photo shoots in Japan. Oh, I guess that would be in Japan. oh, the commercial truck. Have you seen that? Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Their BMW 4 Series actually was a pretty tasteful kit. And so was their E92. It's like a supercar carrier like that. Yeah. Like a really nice supercar carrier with like a full garage built in. Honestly, like, I like the F1 one. ones, but closer to the IndyCar ones where they fit the entire like the entire setup into like one or two trucks, you know? Yeah. Okay, here's what I'm thinking, Rashab. A what would be like the because I'm thinking a semi truck here for this whole setup. Man, a man? No, I'm thinking a Kenworth. No, like I a said, mega cab Kenworth. Maybe, but like the Kenworth that looks like a Bentley, not the Kenworth that looks like a vintage Rolls Royce. Well, which Kenworth is that one? The old ones. Those oh, okay, the farm sim. Oh, yeah, those are the ones. The W900. The Kenworth... Hold on, hold on. Actually, a European truck, because they can just legally drive with more. Scania. That's probably the move, honestly, the Kimi Raikkonen Scania. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah, you, we've been through this on the podcast. Before. We've definitely been through this, okay. Alrighty, but no, no. The best one. Man truck. I mean, it's good. It's not... It's no Scania. Okay, so what if you took a Scania fire truck cab, right? And you put that on a Scania semi truck. But, like... Hmm. I'm thinking here about the the trucks, like the this line. thing. Ooh, a Scania long line, an S seven thirty long line. That would be your propulsion. That would be pretty cool. Actually, no. You know what you'd want? You want a Doth. Doffs are nicer than Scania's. Although not quite as fast. Oh, I'm looking for a NASCAR trailer layout. Yeah. So what you need? The car. The tire sets in the back. Yeah. And then just a bunch of storage. Rishab, if you were to design a car right now, but it had to be based off of another car, so basically you could just do engine and body modification, what would it be based off of? Okay, honestly, I think the biggest sleeper here right now... Uh-huh. We have to check one thing before I say that. Okay. I have, I've got my pick. I'm thinking... I've got my idea. But you go ahead and say yours first. Oh, never mind. You go first. I have to think for a little bit longer. Okay, so I'm thinking about an Audi R8. It's not a sleeper in any way. Uh, and then with the R8, you um, 
what do you do? You basically put the Liberty Walk kit on it and you put like many turbos on it. And then you redesign the engine and let it rev to like 18,000 RPM. Okay, we're going to go with my original idea because your idea is really just like not a sleeper in any way, shape, or form. It's not a sleeper. It's just a car that I would design. Mine would be the Mini Cooper. <gasps> okay. Because the Mini Cooper, there's so much space for you to do something with the engine. You could just put the engine in the back of the car and then, well, yeah. I mean, What about a Mini that. Clubman? Even yeah. more room for the engine. Clubman's just too big. Okay. You know what they've done with like the John Cooper Works GP edition? That's only three hundred horsepower. Imagine what you could do with that if you put the engine in the back instead. Yeah. So you redistribute the weight, and then you. Another good one for that is the Prius. Which Prius? Okay, go ahead. I'm thinking. Uh, what what engine does a Prius have normally? Like the isn't it a four cylinder? Maybe it's a six cylinder. I'd have to check, but I'm pretty sure oh, it's a four cylinder. No, because because mm, the Camry was a six cylinder hybrid, wasn't it? Yeah, the Camry. Someone's already tuned that one, which is really cool. The six hundred horsepower Camry at SEMA. The one million horsepower Camry. The one with, like, the whole, like, roll cage built around. Yeah. That was an impressive car. It still is an impressive car. Yeah. I take that as a daily driver. A daily driver, Camry. <laughs> okay. One, one now. What else do you do with a Camry? I don't know. You race it? That would be a really entertaining car to race. <laughs> Racing a Camry. <laughs> I'd race it. What happens when you damage it? <laughs> you send it back to Toyota. You send them just the body of it back to Toyota. You send them the body kit that you put on it, and you're like, hey, can you repair this? Yeah, pretty much. That is how yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's the move, I guess. Alrighty, so NASCAR actually has released uh like a layout of their transporter. Really? Or one of their transporters. You want me to share it with you? Please do. I need to be enlightened. You do, trust. Everybody I'm about to get enlightened. We're gonna critique this for like a minute. We're, we're going to critique this for a long time. Yes. It's long built for two break. cars. Um, and then they have below like an actual layout. I don't know why they have a refrigerator and microwave in the main area, like the main storage area, when they have a separate area inside like the office area. Wait, can you, can't you get a third in there? I mean, you could try. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you have some living space, if you want. I mean, okay, I think they should take out the sofas and make that into just offices. I mean, I think it basically is an office anyways. Because, okay, if you look at 
the truck already. It's a long wheelbase cab. Or long cab, I guess. Long wheelbase. So you don't really need a living area in the actual trailer. You could just live in the truck. Right, but I mean, you could get an even bigger cab if you want to. Have a custom-made one put on there, and you'd have even more room. And then you could just put engineers, like, in the office space there. That's not a bad idea, putting race engineers inside of that space. Not just race engineers, like, normal car engineers. Like, the ones that design it. Yeah. I'm betting you'll need a bunch of those if you have that much, like, that much, that many parts in the back. Because there's, like, okay, you have, like, workbenches, you have cabinets, you have, like, yeah, other stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, this is an April Fool's joke, but Lewis Hamilton is being investigated for being too far behind the safety car. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty, continue. <laughs> Oh, did you see the other April Fool's joke? The one about Max Verstappen retiring at the end of his contract? I did, yeah. I think some of my favorite April car companies. Because that one, I saw that like late. I was up late Friday night, as you do. Yeah, of course. I, like, well, I was sick then, so I came home a bit early. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I slept then early, and then I just was up late because she couldn't sleep after mm-hmm. as you do and so i was just on instagram and i saw it that night which was really unsettling because well yeah I mean, I it was true obviously because it wasn't april fools yet yeah a little bit early <laughs> did you see the new um the april fools jokes this year so they made a um a brand new Chevy, or not Chevy, a Isuzu D-Max Street, which is a shortened version of their pickup truck. They also, Honda, or not Honda, Toyota has a new C, what is that? No, it's a Highlander pickup truck. Um, oh, Honda has a new CRV without a roof on it. Lots of good options. That this year. one, you can't be like, you can't be like 100% sure because you remember the Nissan. Uh, didn't Nissan do a juke without a roof or whatever, like the convertible? They did, actually. And then same with the Range Rover. Right. Didn't they do a convertible as well? Yeah, but it was on their shorter version. Yeah, the Vol- that version that's cool, actually. Dude. It's the stupid, um, whatever it's called. The, the Evoke, that's the one. Since you Since you brought up Honda... I love their new designs. I'm not gonna lie, they're they're amazing. Like, I'm they're more beautiful cars. Okay, but just just look. hear me out here. Okay, so if you look at their cars, like just look at them, they're just beautiful, aren't they? The new headlight styling from Honda is a huge step up. No, the HRV especially is amazing. Yeah, I love the way the HRV looks. Honestly, I thought that we were regressing with car design. And for a second there we were from like 2019 onwards. But now I feel like Honda's kind of pulled it back. Honda just carries. Yeah, Honda does carry right now. But also Volvo. Volvo. Volvo is doing really happy with this section. 
I love the S90. I don't know, I just love it. Yeah, the S60 also looks nice right now. Yeah, but the S90 gives off the same vibes as an S class. It does. Like the I mean, if you look at the Volvo product lineup, there's not a single car that I wouldn't buy. Well, yeah, I mean, except for the XC40. Oh, no, I'd have that. I wouldn't. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not that nice. It's small, that's all. Well, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with it, but there's nothing right with it either. It's just kind of neutral. I gotta tell you, Volvo's electric offerings don't look half bad either. Polisters. The EX90? The Polisters. They're just Volvos, Polisters. aren't they? They are, yeah. V90 Cross Country is nice. But that does have a really high start. But you have to remember, Volvo makes me sad. Really? Yes, because they're going electric, aren't they? They're trying to go fully electric. That is true, but your V90 cross country, that's going to be gas for a little while longer. But the S90, I love the S90. Yeah, and I love the XC90 E8, the twin engine. I don't love the XC90, but, like, there's nothing wrong with it as well. It's like a Range Rover. There's nothing right with it, but there's nothing wrong with it either. Oh, I love Range Rovers. I don't think there's anything. It depends on the Range Rover. The LWB is a nice one. It is. But, like... The Holland and Holland edition? I don't... Okay, the Holland and Holland one, I, I think that one's just a bit much. It is a little bit over the top. Okay, SUVs. Luxury SUVs, since we're on this subject... Honestly, we all know which one's the best. Yeah. The G-Wagon. No, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, I'm thinking either a Bentley or a Cullinan or an XC90. Well, no, because the Bentley, that one's just owned by pimps, isn't it? It is, but on the other hand, it is a nice car. The Cullinan, it's a nice car. I like the Cullinan. But you know who has a Cullinan? Who has a Cullinan? Jeffree Star. Oh, he does you have a Cullinan. You remember the pink Cullinan? That one ruined Cullinans for me. He did ruin it, yeah. Millennials ruined Cullinans. They kind of did. Because before okay. that, the Cullinan had a reputation for being like a military vehicle, an amazing car like that. But then Millennials yeah. had them along. And they kind of ruined them. It's kind of the same with the G-Wagon. The Millennials came along and ruined it, didn't they? Kanye tried to ruin it, but he didn't. The G-Wagon was commissioned as a military vehicle. It was, yeah. And then the Millennials came along and decided it would be a good luxury vehicle. That is true. And even more unfortunately, now SUVs are just the only car that we see because of, not Millennials, but in general. Kind of because of Millennials, but... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Also, what's another one? Um... The millennials have ruined Humvees. Yes, Humvees. Millennials ruined. Oh those. yeah. When you see a Humvee, you think, "Oh, that's a pimp, isn't it?" No, but I think no. it's an armed man. Well, no, not the H one. The H threes. Oh, the H threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that's a pimp, isn't it? Yeah, you do. Everybody oh, does. Oh no, a drug dealer is here. Exactly. I must run away. Walter White has arrived. What? Except he actually under Dodge or a Chrysler three hundred. No, didn't he drive a Aztec? Yeah, but he he traded up. 
Yeah, but the Aztecs so Aztec for like fifty bucks. You someone bought that? I know, right? What are the odds? Nobody's ever actually willingly purchased one of them. But yeah, That's probably because yeah. he was the danger. He is the danger. <laughs> yeah, they just had yeah. to. They felt the need to. So back to luxury SUVs. So mm-hmm. you, what, what else do you have on luxury SUVs? Like, what, what do you think? What's your favorite? Honestly, I think the XC90 might win, crazily yeah. enough. It doesn't, because G-Wagons, they've been partially ruined by millennials, but then Whistling Diesel has just kind of, like, brought it back. He's done a good job. I will give him credit, but he's not saved him completely. But he has. He- He's tried his best. He's done a very good job, but he's also crashed it quite badly. Wait, but okay. When you see a Volvo, you think, "Oh no, a boring business person has gone there." But not like not like an interesting one, like a banker or like something like that. You think, no, I oh, do no, think a banker. Like a I board think Jeremy owns a Volvo. Well, yeah, but Jeremy also owns Alfa Romeos. He does, and he puts them in shipping containers. <laughs> yeah, on his farm. Yeah. Chemical store. <laughs> oh, this isn't a chemical store. This is an Alfa Romeo in it. Ah, yes. Okay, but but you have to remember, there are some good Alfa Romeos. The Stelvio is actually nice with the 500 horsepower. Same with the Quadro Split Audio or the Quadro Focus. I don't know where we got Quadro Split yeah. Audio from. I think that was the one that Jeremy had on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, wait, is, is, I'm, I'm going to look up Quadra Split Audio, because I don't know the specs on that one. Uh, no, no, Chris Harris called it the Quadra Split Audio. Oh, I think he called it. Uh, no, yeah, I think Jeremy yes. took that a little bit as well during the Grand Tour. On that one special where he took all the cameramen to Scotland. Oh yeah, that too. Hold on. No one has heard of the Quadra Split Audio. Yep, I'm getting very few things on Google as well. Okay, Volvo. So we get luxury SUVs. Back I would just own a Volvo. Well, no, because you have to think about the genocide. 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 What on earth? Genesis? <laughs> Genocide. Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> we'll just call it the Genesis. Genesis. Yes, okay. So the Genesis, that's actually... I don't love the SUVs, but the sedans are very nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a Hyundai, so realistically, it's pretty good. Yes, but also, you have to remember the Jeeps. Not the new ones. But the slightly older ones, the Trackhawk. That, that still one, exists in some forms. Well, yeah, but uh, I feel like that one was kind of overtaken by rappers. But it, it's a very nice car, nonetheless. Have you seen a thousand horsepower Trackhawk? Yeah, I love Trackhawk. Hennessy messed with it. Okay, let's move on to BMW SUVs. No, their offering is invalid. No, 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 their new offering is kind of invalid. But you remember the M5, or not M5, the X5M that beat like that was good. But 
What, Rashad, the X7. I like the X7. It's not bad. The Alpina X7. You remember that? I do, but Rashad, the grill on the X7 is so large, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's a large SUV, so it makes sense. But it's not even a functional grill. Well, if you look at, like, a Escalade, you don't say, oh, look at how large that grill is, do you? No, you don't, because it's American, so you expect it to be ridiculously oversized. Audi Q5. I mean, it's bad, but it's not that bad. What about the Lexus LX? That is bad. That is pretty irredeemable. But I wouldn't buy a Lexus LX. Okay, what about the X5? The I, I, like the I like the X5. I like the X5. The X5 is nice. I like the 110 Defender. I like the 130 Defender. Oh, I'm gonna I cop so X. much crap for that. What? I'm gonna get so much crap for that Defender 130. <laughs> I just uh -huh. made you become physically ill. <coughs> you have. <coughs> it's a seven seat Land Rover Defender. No, but and they still offer all the overlanding options on it. Just get a Rivian. We know you want one. If you buy that, you just want a Rivian, but you don't want to be environmentally friendly. And that's an alright option if you want to be that. And it's not like, okay, so like it's not like a conscious choice to be... Actually, no, it is a conscious choice, but it's not an educated choice. Because actually, Rivians are more environmentally unfriendly because of lithium mining. Yeah. Actually, that's not even environmentally... I mean, it's environmentally unfriendly, but the larger concern there is child labor. I was going to say, yeah, that's my big issue with it. Well, I mean, it's not that big of an issue. Your, your hoodie from El Salvador has more child labor. No, that's un, un poco. Un poco. Your A little bit, not much. Has child labor as well. I mean... My Kia? Well, I mean, I feel like anyone who has a Kia probably doesn't care at that point, but, like... The Rivian R1S is a boring car on the inside. <coughs> I said it. But it has some interesting features on the outside. Oh, I totally agree with you, and I think it, it has interesting potential, but it is a boring car on the inside. But is it, though? It is. It doesn't look as boring as a Cadillac on the inside. But Cadillacs aren't boring. Well, they are boring on the inside. The out the engine's usually nice, but the Cadillacs. Hold on. There used to be a Cadillac Escalade with a V10 in it. Does this thing still exist? Boring. No, it was nice. It still is nice. The Cadillac interior. It is nice. It's a nice place to be. I've been in it recently. It's, like, a little bit roomy, but, like, it's not very nice. There's okay, the, 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 the V has a V10 in it. No, okay, yes, the engine is nice, but the interior, like, the, the interior itself. The only luxury yeah. feature that Cadillac has is maybe leather and heated seats. 
and cooled seats. Yeah. Those are things you can get on a new Subaru. You can get cooled seats on a Subaru? Probably. I don't know. They have heated seats. They have leather seats. I mean. That's true. I got to be honest with you, Rashab. There is one uh, image from a photo shoot that Car and Driver took of the Escalade V, and it makes it look like a very nice car. How do you feel about the Blackwing, though? The Black what? The Blackwing Cadillac. Oh, let me see. I don't actually know that one. And while I do research on this one, Rashab, the Pagani Utopia has grown on me. I love the Utopia as well. Yeah. I think I've said this before. It's the best Pagani. Best Pagani, but it's seriously grown on me. It is the best Pagani. It's the second. It's the second best Pagani. It's better than the Zonda. It's better than the Huayra. That's where I disagree with you. The Huayra is a better car. No, the but Utopia. the Utopia does look pretty cool. The Utopia is just nicer all around. It looks better. It has the boat tail as well. I don't know how you could dislike that. The only thing I dislike about it is the front. That's beautiful. But you the, like horror. the cutouts are odd. No, but like... No. I also like the reimagined version of it even better. The hurrah. Oh, wait. The, the hurrah. You know, I can still spell... Oh, I, apparently I can't spell Huayra anymore. I used to be able to spell Huayra. I hate the Huayra. The HP Barquetta was nice. The Hurrah. It doesn't have very yeah. defined lines in any way, shape, or form. Um, It just looks but, like a pile of crap. But it does look very good. No, the Utopia looks very good. <laughs> I think the bow tail in the Utopia is what gives it the edge over the hurrah. The Pagani hurrah, you're making me say it now, is one of the most aerodynamic cars ever designed for the road. If you look at McCurdy. McMurray? McMurdy? McMurdy or whatever. Uh, they're Goodwood. The one that they brought to Goodwood. Yeah. I'm looking at that right now. It's very and... but I wouldn't buy that. Well, it's not road legal. Well, I mean, it's not very nice looking either, is it? No, it looks very ugly. Very ugly. Yeah, indeed. The, the Audi prototype, the one that um, Supercar Blondie looked at. Um, the one where you can move the driver's position to the center or to the side. That's cool. No, I'm going to have to check that out. Oh, also, the McMurdy, it's it's so small. Well, yeah, I like I like I, smaller cars. I don't think you understand that. I do understand you that, but like Aventadors. But it's it's dramatic. That's what's cool about the Aventador. The Aventador is larger than a large pickup truck, but it's dramatic, and it's pretty the light. It's like smaller than a large pickup truck. No, it's not. They don't have V12s in pickup trucks anymore. Anymore. They used Imagine to. being smoked by a vintage pickup truck. You couldn't get smoked in a vintage. 
you would be chilling. Speaking of vintage stuff, did you end up going to that car meet yesterday? It got rained out. Of course it did. Typical it Seattle moment. Yesterday. It I rained know. on Friday, and they canceled it immediately, so it's next week, though. Oh, that's cool. At least there'll be some, you know, cool car moments there. Ferrari. Apparently, one of the... You'll see um, a Lamborghini, and you'll... He came there. Like it. That's cool. It's very cool. Ah, oh, yes, I can hear a nice... Rashad, there's a very cool... There's a very cool new Lego that's just come out. And I think I'm going to have to purchase it. The new Land Rover Defender Lego. The new one? Didn't they already have one? The new one. The green one. They had the green one, and I've already bought that one. That was excellent. But they have another one now. It's also green. But it's a Defender 110, or a Defender 90 from, like, the old series. Oh, I see. Hasn't that been around for a little bit? Brand new. Or new-ish. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, that's, that's the first... $240. It, it is quite a lot of money. But it is the first Lego in a long time that I've gone, wow, I really need that one. Well, I mean, you know it's a really serious Lego set when it's for adults. It says 18+. plus. That is true. It's a yeah. Lego. Okay, I feel like Lego... Lego and Oreo are, like, the best companies because they listen to consumers. They do, yeah. And the consumers of both of them are adults. Most yeah, that is true. Building toys cater more to children. Yeah, and Lego knows that a lot of people who buy their stuff are actually adults. Yeah, most of the people who have that kind of money to spend on that stuff are adults. Exactly. Which is why the Lamborghini Science, a very bad car. Well, a very bad choice for Lego or a car, a bad car in general. Well, both. I don't, know. I don't like Lamborghini. But I've just seen it on their website, so I don't like it even yeah. more now. But their 911, their vintage 911 is beautiful. I know. I, I have it. I have to buy some Lego sets. I know. Honestly, they're just one of the most fun things you can do, and they just never get old. Like the GTE, I need the 488 GTE. I'm gonna buy that for myself. I need the 911. That's what I'm gonna get. Probably. Those are very cool. I really wish I had that 488 GTE. I have the old 911 GTE. That's pretty nice. That's but the 488 the has like the Club Sport livery on it. That's the one they put the Club Sport livery on because they couldn't actually put a um a customer livery on it. Oh, I sure realize I haven't put the livery on the McLaren sitting on my desk. Oh, yeah, you should totally do that. Because it's just so nerve-wracking, you know? Applying the stickers is pretty scary. Also, it's covered in dust now. Because it's been sitting here for, like, a year. Yeah. Well, now is a, there's never a better time than right now to do it. But my, my favorite thing about this car is where it came from. Uh, where did it come from? Indy? Meal. They gave oh, yeah. It Very. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than that. I, know, I mean, it really can't. 
Yeah, okay, but Lego. Insane consumer brand. I know. They're quite and then Oscar, like, there's like websites that you can go to to find instructions for whatever just like the parts that you have to build stuff. I know. I should really do that more often. I just have a gigantic plane in my basement that I built. Ah, oh, yes, I know. I've seen your plane. It's been there for years, hasn't it? It has been. I might have to shake it up a little bit and do something different with it, or just build an interior for it because the current interior is crap. Didn't you start it during the late pandemic? Yeah, right as the pandemic was ending, I started the project, and I never really finished it. No, you did finish it, didn't you? You had a full like, cocktail bar in the top part. Yeah, but that was about it. Everything else is bare on the inside. Mm. So and, luxury yeah. SUVs. <clears throat> luxury SUVs. Land Rover Defender 90. End of the story. No, no. No, come on now. Come on now. You have to think about this for a moment. Range Rover long wheelbase. No, no. I'm going to counter all of this with Porsche Cayenne Turbo GT or whatever. Yeah, GT. all right. <laughs> I think you win. Does it, does it, hmm, I'm thinking here. Does that even exist? I don't think it does. A turbo, oh, Turbo but GT doesn't exist. Come on. I'd buy it even if it didn't exist. I'd create it. Just put a it. GT, 631 horsepower. It's so powerful. <clears throat> I remember seeing the ads for this. Where yeah, they drove but... through the water and then did donuts on the bank. Yeah. It's a beautiful Porsche moment. Well, it certainly reached their intended audience with that. Porsche fans. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, honestly, Porsche, they don't need to do much. Yeah, they really don't. A lot of Porsche fans just go crazy if they release anything. Yeah. You know what? I realized I never actually watched Ken Block's Electricana, which was the last um, the last Jim Connor video he ever made. I, I think we've learned one thing from Ken Block. When you mess with a Porsche and you do a bad job of it, you die. <laughs> the Hoony Pegasus. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He paid for that creation with his life. No, yeah, that was a cool car. No, it's not a cool car though, is it? Look at it. They no, they took the pink pig, which is a very cool racing car, and they're like, right, we'll put that on a 911, and then we'll put that onto a Liberty Walk kit. And Porsche was like, yeah, go ahead. And they didn't even send a cease and desist. Well, yeah, that's because they're Porsche, not Ferrari. Yeah, I know. But still, like, it's a pretty aggressive modification. They didn't even do the pink pig, though. No, it's they just... didn't. I love the pink pig. Did you see yeah. the uh, did you see the espresso mugs? The pink pig espresso mugs? I did. They're very cool. I wish I got them. Yeah, I know. Okay, but how ridiculous is it that Audi designed and built from scratch the Hoonitron for the Hoonigans? Audi is a very interesting company. I know. Well, they clearly have too much money to burn. That and the F1 project. I don't love... Okay, So the S1 Hoonitron. I don't... I, it looks interesting. 
and I like the Audi kind of like branded it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that way. It's basically like an Audi Quattro S1. Ah, yes, like the yeah. Yeah, they do a good job of that. I don't like Hoonigan though. Oh, I like the cars they make. Okay, so if you look at it, Hoonigan, there's like the most like grotesque cars ever. But they do drift pretty well. I prefer cars like, okay, yeah, but I don't like drift. I think we've been through this, haven't we? We have been through this, but they do drift pretty well. Yes, okay, but like, I like performance engineering companies more like saline or like hennessy or like yeah but the hoonigans have done some ridiculous project cars in their time like they made a 1400 horsepower engine out of an old mustang v8 yeah but hennessy like whenever they release a car to the public it's always super polished that is true hoonigans cars are not polished like the thousand horsepower 6x6 trx i love that truck it is yeah Everybody knows the best truck is the TRX. You can't even no. say <clears throat> you can't the even twenty twenty three F three fifty is cool. Okay, if I was getting a like <clears throat> if I was getting like a Ford, I'd get the Raptor R. Have you seen that You're one? You're not wrong. It, it's a pretty cool truck. That is a really nice truck. Yeah, but the TRX is the Hennessy Bronco. Okay, I think I did a good job on that. So uh, actually, the Bronco has grown on me, but not like the normal Bronco, like the Overlandy one, the nice Bronco. Not like the there's one at the dealership near my house that looks like it was specced by like someone a child. Well, yeah, yes, exactly. It's really light blue with pink. On it. Ooh. Yuck. That's disgusting. Like the Hennessy, like the yellow Hennessy one's nice. Yeah. I'm just gonna say the new you know, the new um Ford styling for the headlights is pretty pretty good. And even the old F two fifty Hennessy is pretty sweet. How do you feel that about that Raptor? Uh I'm a fan. I like it. I like the TRX better, but yeah. I know of a guy, not in real life, but and um, I know there's a guy who runs a farm who um, who uses a Velociraptor as his like his runner truck. You gotta get a Ranger over that. No, it's in the U.S., so I mean, oh. he's not really gonna buy a Ranger over. You gotta get it's a TRX for that. Yeah, but no, because the Velociraptor is cool. You still have to get the Range Rover, but you also have to get the Tory jacket. You do, yeah. Which, unfortunately, is illegal here. You can't be owning that. Not well, America. I mean, it's a very nice jacket, though. It is, yeah. It's a shame. It is a shame. And on that bombshell, yeah. it might just be time to end. Yes, yes, indeed. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, to 20 minutes of F1 and 40 minutes of who makes the best SUV, plus why everybody should go and buy a Lego right now.
We determine Porsche yeah. makes the best cars, and who needs determined... that? And we've determined that Checo Perez is going to lose the championship by 8 million points. Well, yes, indeed, because Max Verstappen gets team orders, and Jos Verstappen calls the shots at Red Bull. That's ridiculous, as you know, and the podcast is ending on that. Well, I mean, it's true. When has there been a Jos Verstappen moment where he's run the team? He's made polite requests. Polite. Nothing that he's done. Polite. Yeah, especially the interactions that he's had with other parents of other um, racing drivers. Well, I mean, not just that, but I mean, even just Max. Yona. Oh, he's so polite with Max. Well, he only pushes Max because he knows that if he doesn't, the Max won't become an 80 million time world champion. Well, no, because the thing is, be... you're yeah. right. And the pressure probably has made Max what he is. <laughs> But oh, yeah, it hasn't done wonders right. for everybody else in the world. You know, like I mean, I, I feel like that's that's it. We can just end it on the pressure is made Max what he is today. Yeah. Right. And on All that right. layer eight analysis, it's time to end. end. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to an Oh for Heaven's Sakes studio recording production. All rights reserved October twentieth, twenty twenty. Thank you.